Breakfast puppies? Welcome to Have Movies Will Game, the only podcast on the globe where we take you, our friendly listener, through the best and worst movies of yesterday and today, and then discuss ways that you can play them at your gaming table. In every episode, our intrepid hosts, Matthew, Dusty, and Nathaniel, will filibuster fondly over facts and feelings of your favorite films, and then get to the glorious gaming goodness, giving game masters great gimmicks on generating golden genius. Have Movies Will Game, brought to you through the electronic wonder of the internet. Now, let's start the show! This fucking movie. This fucking movie. This, this fucking, fucking movie. piece of shit. Oh, oh this God. trash. <laughs> okay, so, so real quick, a few months ago, some friends had a bad movie night with dinner, and... As those get-togethers are usually, they get really, you know, loud and boisterous. Uh, it was more, more so just playing in the background. So I didn't get a chance to really watch it. How many people puked? Well, no one was really watching it. It was just kind of in the background. It was a D&D. It was just a, it was just a gaming party that was going on, just a gaming-themed party. And it was just in the background. But then I watched it last night. or uh, yeah, This last, morning. This morning, excuse me. <laughs> you poor bastard. I remember when this thing first came you out. I saw it in the theater. Me yeah. too. So did I. Yeah, and it was great then. Because to, as nerds, it was eight, we had to see it at yeah, a certain time. It was 18 years ago. You know what yep. that is, right? Does everyone know what this is? What? Today we're doing Dungeons and Dragons, and I'm Matthew. And I'm Dusty. And I'm Nathaniel, and we are here at WagonCon 2018. We are doing a special cross-podcast extravaganza with the breakfast puppies crew and now we are joined today by special guests just jacob and spencer and poppy beaujolais and if anybody has not listened to bikers dice and bars why uh, haven't you well jacob uh, just jacob here is one of my co-hosts on that other podcast and uh poppy is a frequent guest as the wannabe wine snob and we have brought in a good we're friends at this point. A good friend of ours, <laughs> Spencer, from the Sunshine Mills Winery, to join us to talk about some crazy-ass drunken nerd shit. So this movie, this this fantasy movie, this Dungeons & Dragons movie. So there's a Lord of the Rings, Harry <laughs> Potter... Uh, those, Star those, Wars, all, those all Star, came, Star, Star Wars, Wars, Star Wars prequels. Yeah. Prequels started in 1999. So all these started to coalesce 1999, around 2001. It was a great time to be alive, honestly. It, it was a good thing to be. Yeah, it was. It was. It was because there were these movies that our generation, yours and mine, that we had that we went through, and then they were going back and redoing those movies. And then the Harry Potter series of books that were just phenomenal and huge and turning into movies those movies revived that fantasy movie genre thank god which was helped by the huge leaps in technology that they had at the time <laughs> but not Cam- in this case james cameron had the red <laughs> camera um you know peter jackson did the lord of the rings which was just beyond huge in scope uh, and the technology that wasn't there for movies like crawl and willow which oh. had, which managed oh. somehow to do way better than what we're discussing tonight. <laughs> you know what? We need to add Willow to the list because Willow is one well, of the Willow, Willow. Willow. Willow is rad. <laughs> so, yes. Well, the um, first one? Mm-hmm. Remember Final Fantasy? Fi- oh, Spirits Within? Yeah. 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 I that had that on yeah. It was terrible. It also no, it was, wasn't good. It, was, it, it was, didn't it have a storyline, but visually but it, it was, was fantastic. It was. Is it better than what we're talking about right oh, now? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Everything no. is better than what we're talking about right now. And of course, much better than this because... Because Willow depended on acting. This is mm-hmm. one of the worst movies ever. <laughs> yes. ever, made, ever. So th- those movies that I was talking about, that fantasy genre, was audiences were almost denied these cinematic milestones because this fucking movie almost killed it for this all of them. Almost set back all of good fantasy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It almost. Ha- almost. Wait no, a minute. When was the next fantasy movie after this? So, honey, Two Towers. Robin Hood, <laughs> Prince of Thieves, even with Kevin Costner's oh, fuck accent, that shit. <laughs> is better than this movie. 
I'm going to be honest. I haven't seen it yet, so you guys are going to have to tell me a little bit more about okay, it. Okay, so Dungeons and Dragons, right? Let's say you take one person who's really passionate about this movie. He's like, we're going to get a D&D movie made. And the guys go, yeah, let's throw, I don't know, three, $4,000 into script writing. And we're going to throw... <laughs> Well, we can't get the the best cutting edge CGI of the day, so we're just going to throw, I don't know, 75% in the last bit we're going to use to pay Jeremy Irons. And we can't get Will Wheaton, so we're going to get poor man's Will Wheaton. Oh, my we God, I know. We can't get Billy Zane, so we're going to get Dime Store Billy. Dime Store Billy Zane! We can't get the good one, so we're going to get the other one. The other one. one. Oh. Everything about this, although the mage was hot... She Everything was, about this was awful. Wait, she was hot? Yeah, she was. She was, she was hot. Cute. She was cute. She had a hot she quality to her. She was not hot. Yes, she did. That no. said. I'm with you, Dusty. Thank you. Thank you. I, I can see what thank you're you. saying, but the main lead, he had something going on. No, he Will looked did. like Will Wheaton. He's poor man's Will Wheaton. Yeah. Yeah. He's he, poor he was, man Will okay. Wheaton, but he's yeah. also kind of tasty in no, a way that he, Will Wheaton's No, no, no. Not. He played Jimmy in The New Adventures of Lois and Clark. He was oh. Jimmy Olsen. Oh. If that if sparks anything oh, for yes, me. Yes. Yeah. No, That's it doesn't. Why I keep <laughs> terribly. That's I why the word twink keeps coming to mind. <laughs> so it's oh, funny. Stars. You, you know what? That's fair. That's actually fair. You know what? Honestly, part of the problem is, is that... Watching this movie now as a 37-year-old woman, all of the lead characters look so young. Like, I can't see him as hot. I'm like, oh, he's a little baby. Hey, Poppy. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm sorry I made you watch this. I, you know, <laughs> I'm I'm going to probably make you watch either Rapid Fire or Laser Mission in rebuttal. I'm Ooh. down with that. M- M- okay. Motherfucker, I have to drive home tomorrow, and you do not want to know the debt that I have to pay because my sweetie sat on the couch watching this movie with me. Y'all three are going to be tapped to cover this. Should I Should I watch this, Travis? No. 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 Everything you need to know no. about this movie, you're going to learn. Let me ask you a question. It's, okay, not, okay. it's not even bad good. No, no, no. no. Wait, wait. I, 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 have this. I have a series of questions that will determine whether you should watch this or not. When you pass by a horrible wreck on the freeway, do you A, kind of rubberneck, B, pull out your phone and attempt to get a good picture or C, get out of your car and walk right up to the carnage. Or D, I masturbate. Made, I made <laughs> okay, you should not watch this movie. Oh, yeah. If yeah. you don't want to get right nose up in the wreckage, <laughs> you don't want to see this. You don't want to see the light leave somebody's eyes. Poppy, it's, it's Why am funny. I hard? Because <laughs> you're a fucking pervert. It's it's funny you you, you mentioned how how young they look. So they really uh, do. So the 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 female protagonist in this movie, Thora Birch, she was no 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 no. She's not the protagonist. She's an NPC. Okay, the female yeah. protagonist. Okay, the, right, okay, the okay, 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 okay. Yeah. So, anyways, she's she was 17 years old when she did this movie, exactly. and it yeah. fucking shows. She she's actually so got young. an honest to goodness. Wait, wait, wait. Are we talking the Empress? Yeah. Yes. No, the Mage. No, the Empress. No, 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 the Empress. Oh, Thora Birch. The, Thora Birch, the one in the gold with the, the road, the dragon. She was 17. Thought now the other mage is 43 now. The mage is 43 now. Okay. So okay. Wait. Wait. Was, wait. 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 What's 43 minus 17? Wait, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> because that is the <laughs> only way she got into this. Hold on. Was blackmailing <laughs> him. Guys. 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 We're not answering the important question here. How heavy was Jeremy Irons' heroin debt <laughs> oh. for him to make this fucking he, movie? He he had just bought <laughs> yeah. a castle and painted it pink. Mm-hmm. And he, he did. needed that's, to pay for it. That was that's that, fabulous. He said he has gone on record multiple times saying, listen, I, I, I can't do his accent, so I'm not even going to attempt to. He said, listen, fucking, I I'm just. I'm surprised you can even pronounce his name. <laughs> it's not that difficult, asshole. <laughs> I mean, you say that. <laughs> He's gone on record multiple times saying, listen, I had just bought a castle. I was renovating it. I needed the pay- I needed the paycheck. He was slumming, and he also went on record as to saying, uh, "quote Like Alec Guinness in Star Wars, I had to give the project some gravitas." End quote. <laughs> okay, some okay. gravitas. <laughs> he chewed on the scenery worse than William Shatner. Yeah, his yeah. hair chewed more on the scenery than he did. <laughs> I really like when he. Throws his arms up straight in the air and does like this ballerina move. He's like, 
It <laughs> <laughs> almost it was reminiscent you do, of, of just Benicia. remember this is an audio medium. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> that was very reminiscent of Benicio del Toro and Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh god. When he like just... came all over the Infinity Stone. Was like, <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Spoilers. <laughs> oh, so for the record, we are uh what? We're like ten minutes into this. Yes. There's spoilers. Like, oh yeah! If you need, oh if yeah! Subtle. This, this movie was made spoilers. in 2000. Have I yes. seen it? Or it was made in 2000. I, I, 17 yeah. years ago. Mm-hmm. Either you've Eight. seen it or you shouldn't. 18 I, it's years funny ago. That you made a comment about the graphics because the company that did the graphics for this digital firepower, they're most noted for doing the graphics for Equilibrium, uh, Halloween H2O. And Minority Report. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Minority Report was good. The graphics were awful. None of those movies actually had much in the way of graphics. Except Minority Report. Okay, Minority Report <laughs> did, but Minority Report was actually like a big budget. I just want to fire the storyboard guy. I want to drag him no. out into the street and beat him like a dog. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Why him specifically? <laughs> because the dragon looked like a devil puppy. No, oh, he, my God. The dra- <laughs> that's that's okay. a storyboard guy. I want to fire yeah, every is, single character. Dra- the, the dragon in Dragonheart was better than the dragon in this movie. The dragon in the animated D&D Saturday the morning dra- cartoon the was better than The dragon in Pete's Dragon was better than <laughs> what, Hey, wait, let's wait, not wait, forget wait, never ending wait. story. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, Valcor. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pete's dragon is a fucking masterpiece. It is. You shut your and mouth. it yes. was a better dragon. Still a Look. better dragon. Still a better love story than Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes, yes, The yes. dragon in Dragon Slayer that you only see like its no, head no, whoa, 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 is whoa, better whoa, whoa, than this dragon. Whoa. Dragon Slayer is a fucking masterpiece. I wasn't saying you anything bad against better. it. Yeah, I was saying that that dragon is better. Nathaniel, unless you Vermithrax. want to... Vermithrax... Pejorative, the greatest dragon on film ever, is of course better than the bullshit dragons in this awful movie. Yes. So I think that what happened was they had some interns and they had some 3D studio and they had all seen the uh, Windows save screensaver maze (laughs) from circa 1995 and they were like, we can do that. I think it has more to do with the fact that Wizards of the Coast had bought TSR and had just been bought by Hasbro, and Hasbro could actually underwrite a movie. Actually, the director has gone on record as saying that, yeah, we um, we kind of stole that a lot of scenes from Raiders of the Lost Ark and just kind of touched them up a little bit in that whole like maze sequence. Oh god! Where he had to go? Oh yeah! To get Where that. was his bag of fucking sand? <laughs> exactly. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah, the whole the, the the pendulum swinging that was from like Last Crusade. Yeah. When he had to, you know, the the the, the penitent man will you know duck and cover basically, and then <clears throat> excuse me, and then the whole he all he he just he didn't even like look we do his chin he just looked at it kind of weighed oh it was and it in there. Well, you had said Poppy that the the sets reminded you of some television show. Forbidden Castle. Oh, they reminded me of Legends of the Hidden Temple from Nickelodeon. It's almost as if they used those It's almost as if they were like Legends from the Hidden Temple. And the caves were like, oh, it's that. Oh, I was was joking that it looks like Black Bart's cave from Casa Bonita in (laughs) Lakewood, Colorado. Casa Bonita being... Featured in a South Park episode, very famous to this day, with Cartman putting butters in a fridge to convince him the apocalypse is happening. Is that how the blue lipstick happened? I, I think so. Wait, butter, butters has been put in a fridge more than once. More than once? Yeah. yeah. He's, well, He's freezered yeah. more than once? Oh, yeah, poor yeah. butters. Oh. And Casa Bonita is a real place. I recommend the Pollo Platter. So uh, the uh, two of the locations that actually were... That were not CG'd or made for this movie. Um, the Jeremy Irons' character, his his lair, the Was Bone the Chapel. The, yeah, the Bone Chapel is the All Saints Church in Cutnahora. Is that the Pink Castle? No, no. God, which was whoa, once really? used, yeah, it was, it was once used as a burial site for thirty thousand of Prague's wealthy citizens, yeah. who died during the plague. Yeah, uh, in Gross. 1870, an, an ingenious <laughs> woodcarver. Had apparently arranged human bones in the shape of bells, <laughs> yeah. a chandelier, and uh, uh, I don't know what a monstrance is. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Long, it would be a long side. Okay, that's there's really another cool. ripoff right there when the dragon's coming out that he can't control with the staff and he drops the door on him. Rancor? Anyone? Yeah, I saw oh, that God, too. Absolutely. Yeah. All we need is a fat man in uh, leathers going. Uh-huh. <laughs> I felt so bad for that poor dragon. I know. That dragon did. She didn't do anything but, to deserve that. But that site is actually one of the famous burial spots of one of the guys who was involved in the second defenestration of Prague. Oh, okay. Do the what now? An interesting side note also is the is Prague said nobody has filmed there before. They liked the message of the film. <laughs> and Does so, anyone know what that was? And so they let they what? let the production so company the use the, the chapel. What was the I message? I have no idea. So this movie came out in two thousand. <laughs> it was directed by Courtney Solomon. Uh, Courtney Solomon. What had, other abortions is she responsible for? Because that he, was awful. That was he. He. he <laughs> my my question stands. I don't oh care. My God. Uh, he is also the only, uh, of the long list of horrible movies. Any there I are recommend? only two on there that anyone at this table may have seen. And what are those two? Highlander Endgame. Oh God! <gasps> As a Highlander fan, yes, Highlander Endgame is way better than Highlander Two. I will agree with you on that. Everything so, is better than Highlander Two. Movie you speak of, Nathaniel. There is no Highlander Two. I know. Just like there are no prequel trilogies ever made to Star Wars. And one of your personal favorites, Matthew, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Motherfucker. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. You hated Kevin Costner. What about the rest of the movie? I oh. love the rest of the movie. Oh, wait. I'm yeah. sorry. You I was it? totally wrong on, bo- on yeah. both of those. That was the, that was the screenwriter. God I'm damn sorry. it, Dustin. No, stop. <laughs> just close your fucking laptop here. Let's get, let's get real. Let's just bitch about let's it. Talk let's, about, just, let's just bitch about this let's movie. Let's talk about the absolute star of this movie, which were those the dragon? sexy blue lips. Oh, the oh. blue <laughs> lips. Oh, what, was that, what was that actor name? I don't name? know, man. I like the Guildmaster a lot. Oh, I thought he no, was good. Oh, yeah. Oh, the Thieves Guild? Yeah. That was Richard O'Brien. Richard O'Motherfucking he was Riff Raff from the Rocky there Horror. There it is. Movie. Yeah, I knew I recognized him. He was the creator of Rocky Horror. He is the only reason I watched this movie in Same. the first place. Same. No, he was good. He was basically he was reprising his role from uh, Crystal Maze. Yes, Crystal Maze. Yep. Yes. What is Crystal Maze? It's a British. Uh, basically, the the maze that they did in the movie. He has a game show that is called Crystal Maze that he makes people go through and do these like weird trap Wait, things. Richard O'Brien has a game show. Yes. Yes. Yep. And what? when you get to the end, you get a crystal. You need to get Brick And the box, more crystals you get, the more the larger prize you could obtain at the end of the game. We should stop this. Watch some episodes of Crystal Maze. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Come no, up with I, a game about that instead. I'm down. <laughs> well, yes, we should, but we're not going we're exactly. to. I actually wrote down, it might be The Hangover, but this is what? no. 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 no, he is this just is hungover. really that bad. This is a no. Like, I don't think, Dusty, I, I know that you mine a lot of information here. No, really, I did. Can you make this interesting in any way whatsoever? Uh, maybe. So the director was late <laughs> coming to this movie. Uh, he had originally only wanted to produce it uh, due to his inexperience. Like, he straight up told the production company, I do not know how to do this. Do not make me direct this film. The good news is it doesn't show. And in fact,. <laughs> James Cameron was interested in directing this what? movie. What? What? And when the what? and when the production company head Lorraine Williams sat James Cameron down in a meeting, she asked, "So what have you done that's <laughs> worth me seeing?" And this was what? This was right after T two came out. What? Honestly, the only movie I've seen with the word crystal in it is The Dark Crystal. Good choice. <laughs> Not gonna lie. The hey, other. No, hey guys, guys, guys! I got an executive decision here. What? Stop talking about this movie. Go watch The Dark Crystal. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, straight up. The other director that was brought in and the same person (laughs) said no uh, was Francis Ford Coppola. What? She sat apparently in front of him with her arms crossed and said, basically, F you. You're not a good enough director. I just want to note here that everyone else has gotten up from the table to stalk (laughs) angrily around so, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to just step away and see if our pizza showed up. Oh, God. This shit. All right. I have to say this. I love I love the game of D&D. Here's the thing that they shot down both of those. I know. Fantastic James directors. Cameron, right after T2, writing that Folks, Matthew is crying right now. I'm not T2. crying. I'm looking for something that I own that I can break. <laughs> and then Francis Ford Coppola, who 
a few years prior. That's sacred. That's uh, not getting broken. I don't remember exactly what he did a few years prior to this, but it was probably something beautiful and amazing. I'll break my liver. So well, Francis Ford Coppola did the um, the Dracula movie in the early nineties. Yes, and yes. While that movie is does uh, not hold up, strange. It's beautiful. Oh, it is beautiful, but it just doesn't hold up. It doesn't quite hold up, but that film is beautiful. The soundtrack is really good too. Oh yeah, absolutely. So the box office for this for this turd this of, a, I of a know. movie, the budget was forty five million dollars. So in, in you know, filming in nineteen ninety nine, every penny of it shows. Yes. <laughs> The opening weekend, however, only brought in seven point two million dollars. <laughs> oh no! How much of that was Jeremy? Irons? I had been discussing before we recorded today. I had been talking with the WagonCon staff. I want to give a shout out to Matt, uh, one of the directors of the WagonCon, who had a lot to say about this film, <laughs> specifically its budget, about how apparently it was actually budgeted for over a hundred million. And then the dailies kept reducing it mm-hmm. further and further. Yes. Oh. I was going to bring that up. Yes. Yeah. So were we looking at like a neophyte director or something who just well, I mean, kept he, wasting well, yeah. money? He, I knew, mean, he no. knew that he did, he did not have the chops to do this movie. Yeah, he was he forced. Told, he told... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Dude, I yeah. saw people in high school who could have done better than this. If, I have done three yeah. vampire movies that are better than this, in my opinion. Ugh. Yeah, I've the, the... listened to the Imperial March on my toilet. It was a better experience <laughs> to this. So, yeah. the, so the gross take-in for just the U.S. was $15.2 million. Oh, Good. I hope God. everyone involved lost money. Worldwide. I lost money watching this movie. Worldwide was almost $34 million. Oh, oh. no. So it didn't even make back its budget. Good. Well, I want to say, director, studio, I paid you $3.99 to watch this on Amazon because apparently the version that I had was skipping and I'm sorry. But the the sequel and the the, the, the one after that that are, were direct to video were much better. Much better. Well, oh, we're yeah. We're not talking about no, I know. I'm just saying they are better. So, listeners, if you want to watch a fantasy movie that isn't the first Dungeons and Dragons movie, don't fucking watch the sequels. Watch the Lord of the Goddamn Rings. Yeah. Or watch anything else. Or Conan or Crow. Or Co- even, or even the animated Dragonlance movie is better even than this. The watch the D and D cartoon. Matthew? I was I really didn't like Princess Amidala in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny because Thor Birch had she was an up and coming actress. She was an American beauty. She was an American beauty with she Kevin Spacey. She was. Did she win an Academy Award? She was nominated, but oh. apparently, her because she was a minor during most of the films that she was in, her father would come on set and be a boss and be a she diva. Was awful. And she would also be became a diva as well because it was. It's one she of those. She was so like, bad. There's actually a yeah. Long, there's no acting for there her. Is a, it's very. Her her father's eh. actually somewhat notorious as being escorted offset by yes. security guards. Yeah. Good. There was whoever, and I mean, some of that might be her fault as an actress, but some of it might be the writing because that generic "we're gonna do this for the good of the people." Uh, I wouldn't it give was a, a lot of that was script writing. Damn-handed yeah. bullshit. Yeah, it has ever been. You can interrupt him, not me. It has been my misfortune, motherfucker. To I will sit through. You. <laughs> now go. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about something positive for a moment. Oh, first off, why are we not talking about this movie? No, this is this has to relate to the movie. I have very minuscule positive notes. They are in a sea of awful, but they are small islands of goodness. God damn it! Things this is related to my first marriage. To. First off, I want, do want to give a shout out to three actors, and one, in fact, I want to give a shout out to two actors. One being Tom Baker, mm-hmm. who was uh, one who was the longest serving of all of the doctors in Doctor Who, who played the cleric, and the cleric had exact about basically three minutes of screen yep. time. How far the elf? And, he was an elf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but but oh, Tom yeah. Baker was wasted. He could have done so much better. In oh, fact, the party, yeah. the party needed a cleric. How, I want to give a shout out to the old guy at the beginning, the old guy in charge of the library. He was actually pretty. He was good. A, he was the best actor in the film. I think I, honestly, I think he was the best actor in the film. I'm gonna, and I'm going to give an honorable mention again to Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons, dude, right. I want to give you credit. Yeah. He paid the damn bill. He I brought wanna, gravitas. I want to give him credit, but he did so much scenery chewing 
that eventually by the end you're just like but there's got to be a point up, where you're just dude. like let their blood it. fall <laughs> like rain specifically i want to call out some technical behind this i want to call out some technical notes the casting of spells in this is the best to date casting spells that i've ever seen of anything based upon that game Specifically, the first spell that you see, like, ritually cast is when the young magic user casts a chain lightning spell. And she does it by the goddamn book. She does an incantation. She reaches into a pouch. She pulls out diamond dust, which is the material component for that spell. She casts it forth into the air, and it materializes into lightning, and that Right there is how you cast a damn spell in D&D so, with material components. So, I would like to do another shout-out. It's to whoever the fuck played the dwarf. Oh, yes. Oh, the dwarf guy. was played by Lee Arenberg, who is known for Pirates of the Caribbean series. Right. Uh, oh. He was in Warriors of Virtue. That was the one I was thinking and of. And Waterworld. And Waterworld. So, here's the thing. You could tell he was working with shitty lines, shitty characterization, and a crappy director. A completely shitty characterization. And a character that I wouldn't be surprised. You, This film has all the hallmarks of at least three writers, if not five. Most of the cast were kind of like, I have bills to pay. Right, well, no, no. But, but what I mean is, is, is like... His character really feels like it was shoehorned into the mm-hmm. script. It was yeah. written by committee too. You he crawls out of a shit. trash bin. Yeah, right. And, and is like, "Come this way." Now and you I'm only part hear his party. name once, and his name is Elwood. Right. Oh. And mm-hmm. the the best acting he shows is during the scene that Tom Baker is in, because he does what anyone should do when Tom Baker's in screen. He share. He stares at Tom Baker. Like he's the second coming of Jesus Christ, like he should. I I feel like we are torturing poor Spencer, but he's being a really good sport. And thanks for hanging out with us. We we were tortured by the movie. If it makes you feel any better, yeah. What was it with the elves with crossbows? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Well, I have. Shit they don't to say get a plus that. one bonus on that. I'm doing the best I can for. I've not seen the movie. No, and, I. Uh, you're, you're hanging in there. You're hanging and, in there. And, and, and honestly, from what I've heard, you you don't want to see. It. You are currently the happiest and most sane person at this table. So we all know what's happening when Spencer comes to Portland. <laughs> no, so I, we're going to we're going to Matthew's bar is what we're doing. When that you I, that sounds good Poppy, to me. When did you I, become a redneck? I was going to say, yeah. When did the Southern come out? Whiskey We're going happens. to it's Matthew's okay. bar. How many drinks am okay? You're like, Kevin okay. Hoffman and drinks am 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 I in? All right, hey, y'all. Hey, so Poppy, here's... I got a GMC out front. <laughs> so here's... Hey, hey, baby, I got a truck. Uh, your truck is still sexy. <laughs> hey, so here's hey, what I got happens. A truck too. Oh my goodness! I ain't gonna lie. So here's what happens when I have a couple of drinks. Is my mid my midwestern starts to come out, and oh, it's oh, really hard. Screw you, to... you Mountain States bitch. <laughs> I'm I'm rocking my full out my full so, out Bithalto, Illinois, right now. Okay. Did anyone else giggle outrageously whenever he said, "Give me the rod"? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, 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 got, I got a little hard in my pants. <laughs> so, I giggle anytime anyone says, "Give me the rod." Dusty, you have apparently had a lot to say about this movie. I want to hear what you really feel. I can't because I removed all my notes because they were all about. The I want to hear uh-huh. what you. Really feel about this movie? Oh, this movie's fucking a travesty. What I like Valerian more than this movie. Okay, that's, okay, that's rough. Now tell me, how was Valerian better than this movie? How was it not better than this movie? No, seriously. Okay, I mean, I, I could have that. Discussion. Give it. <laughs> give me. Valerian give me was better in this with this movie because not only graphics, but that's a time thing. Uh, characterization was somewhat better. There was some backstory as opposed to this. Oh, hi, I'm fucking Lone Star, and I have a secret backstory that nobody knows about. That I kind of hint at because my dad was a magician, and I put my fingers on the right uh, right combination spot and on the map, and then all of a sudden I disappear, and I have a conversation with the hot magician that nobody else knows about. And I pop back into place from when my buddy just says, oh, hey, maybe I just say his name like fucking Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. And I pop back out into play. (laughs) Fuck this movie. 
That's going in our quotes. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my God, that's beautiful, man. That but, is, but, but that is raw, Dusty. <laughs> that is that. Well that, done. Thank you. Honestly, I think in our twenty-something episodes, that is the most hardcore you've ever been <laughs> about anything ever. There is one great line in this movie that I've appropriated over the years to use whenever I play an evil mage, which is awful, uh, awful, awesome. Um, I honestly think awesome. those two words are confused. Yeah. They should be the same. Well, I mean, awful awfully awesome. Awfully and that, that quote is, a new kind of pain and new senses to feel it with. <laughs> I like that. I think my favorite line was, I will kill you painfully. How? Will, what? what? Uh, I think my favorite was, thieves taking things like thieves do. I was like, Tell- what? Yeah, that's kind of what thieves do. Hey, Matthew, tell us about those brigades. Oh, for fuck's sake. Or the pizzas. Or the pizzas. One or the other. We have pizzas here, but you know what? D.D. the movie is more important than pizza, isn't it? What? I don't think so. That that was rude. All right. From from what I've kind of understand, that's that's insulting pizza. That's insulting pizza. That's a a travesty. like. Yes. Spencer, my yeah. now new adopted son, agrees that that is an insult. I think he's adopted too. to this whole family right now. I think. <laughs> my friends, oh, what's that? We have a bottle of Gentleman Jack better. that's been placed in front Even of me. Better, give, give that, which here. means that this is about to become a way better podcast than it gonna, already is. I'm gonna be honest, never had it before. You're going to now, Gentleman Jack. I don't know that I've had Gentleman Jack before either. All right, all right, we're 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 diverging here. Okay. We're yeah, gonna take that. we're gonna nice. take a quick break while we deal with booze and pizza. Okay. This very special episode of Half Movies Will Game is brought to you by our hosts this week. Uh, we've spent the entire weekend here at the WagonCon convention, my new personal favorite convention of all time. And we have with us right now Aaron Bowman, who hey. is one of the directors uh, and hosts of this convention. And Aaron, tell us a little bit about how WagonCon got started. Actually, WagonCon started at GameStorm. Uh, we were driving home down the gorge, Matt Buckley, who's one of the other uh, co-chairs of this convention and we were just talking about the amazing gamers that we actually have in our community but a lot of them due to circumstances work or money could not make it to game storm so i planted the seed in matt's head that's my job uh <laughs> to say hey man we could do our own amazing convention in the dalles and he was like kind of brushed me off matt's a good brush off kind of person so he's like yeah dude sounds good and he drove a year later, Matt calls me and it's like, I've got this amazing idea. We're going to do a con in the Dalles. And it's like, you son of a bitch. I told you a year ago we should do this. But that's kind of the genesis of how the convention started. And then we got other great people aboard. And it's just been three years of awesome. Nice. This is my first year here. And I've just been introduced to it by uh, Nathaniel, old NPC here. Um, I had a blast. Awesome. And there is all kinds of fantastic swag here. Yes. Um, Heck yeah. What What do you see uh, going forward in the future? What are What are your plans for the future of the con? Tomorrow, we're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to sleep for like a week. Uh, each year, we seem to grow by 25%. Mm-hmm. And what's great is we do no, no advertising whatsoever. It is all word of mouth. It is all awesome gamers talking to other awesome gamers. That's kind of what our convention is about. Super positive. We don't do jerks. Uh, Like I said, we have a rendition policy. People disappear from our convention if they're jerks. Uh, You know, we... um, So we try to keep that going. So for next year, super positive, awesome gaming people. Um, We're going to expand, as we always do. We've brought on two new board members this year, which is exciting because we had the same three people kind of doing it for the last three years, and we're all really burnt. Yeah, Uh, yeah. you know, something this big, and you only have three people doing it. You, you kind of want to have some new blood. And the two people we got are phenomenal. Uh, so we are going to expand in new, amazing ways. And we're excited about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I've also, like, in, in concrete terms, I, I heard a rumor about maybe a stage next year. Is that, um, is that a thing? Uh, it's not more than a rumor. We're putting it out to the universe, and okay. we're making it happen. That's awesome. how this works. I like that. So uh, this is my first time here, so yeah. thank you. I've really enjoyed it. There, it's great to see so many gamers in a in a good place, all getting along so well. And 
having fun. So thank yeah. you for, for everything. Oh, so man, great to have you. Those that aren't uh, have never been to this con or, or don't know much about it, or they're, they're also learning through word of mouth. Uh, if they want to get more information on WagonCon, where would they where would they go on the interwebs or? Yeah, great question. Two different places. We have a great Facebook presence. It's kind of the quickest, easiest way to update people on what's going on. But also we have WagonCon.com. It's how you buy your tickets. It's how you purchase your swag and everything. But we do a lot of updates, mm-hmm. even throughout the year, not even close to con. To just kind of keep, we always like to keep convention goers involved we want them to feel a part of it uh so we're always like hey here's a picture of our board meeting and we get like 60 likes for a picture of a board meeting that's how cool these <laughs> yeah, convention wow. goers are I don't, I don't they're just like sweet, <laughs> sweet your planning yeah so it's just awesome yeah facebook or wagoncon.com excellent yeah that's good and if you want to send us an email which we get a lot of this it's wagoncon at gmail.com so send us an email if you have any questions we're really quick about replying so well, thanks again for hosting us and letting us come here take up a whole lot of space. With oh, yeah. You guys, thank you great. so much. It's um, been amazing. Love having an you. amazing weekend. Love having you. We've had pizza. And we're feeling we're so having much pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Currently eating pizza. Can I talk about metal elf boobs? Metal, metal elf, elf boobs. Yes, you can, sir. Yes. <laughs> Only if I could talk about metal elf belly button. That is the was, dumbest yeah. armor ever. It was it was pretty bad. Oh my god! Do elves get umbilical cords too? I thought they were fed through a golden stream of whatever elves. I thought they were for. generated through happiness and unicorn. I foods. thought an acorn thought fell into a unicorn's being. That's all. My my sweetie pointed out that not only did the she hate elf this movie <laughs> have a set of armor that separated and descended. But it had armor that contoured to what my sweetie refers to as the cookie pouch. <laughs> wow. All right. So <laughs> I, I suppose the real question is, are elven boobs the same as human boobs? I mean, maybe they do lift and separate in such a my, strange, my conical manner. <laughs> my breasts do not look like that. Well, that, that, that does beg the question. Elven el- uh, elven boobs versus human boobs. I think elven women have breast bones, and thus oh. they need the armor to protect it. We don't know what else is going on. <laughs> Which with... was not armored. Yeah, yeah, right? We don't know what else is one going on with One of the few elves. positives I can give this movie is that elves came in more than one color. Yeah, there is that. that, that is, was, you know, that the good. diversity in this movie was actually pretty good for an early aughts film. Pretty good. It was insanely good. Yeah, it was. I mean, there was more than two people of color in this film. I think mm-hmm. it was also yeah. handily defeated by the blatant racist character. Yeah, that definitely was the Wayans brother. That's very true. The character. Yeah, of, there was. I, a, what was there his was, name? Wait, wait, Snails? wait. That wasn't Ruby Rod. It was not Ruby <laughs> Rod. I thought he was really trying to be Ruby there, Rod. There was a lot of flashback on on that character because of the trope that it was set that that character was setting, and um, the uh, uh, Marlon Wayans who was doing that role at the same time was finishing up his role for uh, Requiem for a Dream. Oh wow! So he only came in for like a couple of weeks and did his scenes and then went back to finish up. I just thought Lynch's. they ran out of money and that's why he died mid film. No, oh, no, no. Good. No, and the original ending um, was a bit. It wasn't that uh, that that cheesy. We're gonna go see your friend. You know, oh, you get this wish of we're gonna go see where your friend where he is where he died. There was this long drawn out like, hey, your I thought everyone dead. just died. No, they I got hoped like, they like, just died. Like they fucked up the wish, and we're gonna go see your friend. <laughs> He's dead. The whole party's dead now. <laughs> there was actually apparently the story was supposed to be different. Like that whole thing where they go, where the the two may the male and the female lead go into the map, and then they suddenly come out and know everything. Mm-hmm. There was supposed to be way more right there. Yeah, of there them was. explaining how they found out. You know, I'm so do. glad there wasn't because I don't want to hear any either of them talk. Well, one of the things I do know about, because the only reason I went and saw this film was because of my thing in the Rocky Horror scene and because of Richard O'Brien, da 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 he did go on record during an interview once upon a time and saying that like he did change some of his lines because they were so bad. So the, you know, the whole what's, what's, you know, what about honor amongst thieves? And he says, oh, what a romantic notion. <laughs> he wrote that line himself because whatever they had him saying was awful. So I... Uh... 
between all of us, we give this movie probably a three or four out of a ten. Oh, oh well, no! That's, we have a, we that's have a, a good thing. lead into that, our rating. Yeah, we have a thing. Out of so out of out of ten dragons, how many dragons? Single dragons. We'll start with you, Nathaniel, and then we'll go we'll go around. So out of ten dragons, one. Out of ten dragons, ten being great, ten being great. This movie gave me traumatic amnesia, so zero. I'm gonna I'm gonna go from a standpoint of I've never seen it, and I'm I'm listening to what you guys have to say. I'm gonna say three. Okay, Matthew. Three. <laughs> What's you? I'll get to me. What's you? Nope, nope, no. Nope. Go down the line. I've go already stated line. in my little rant what I think of this movie, so it's like a negative number. So you good? This sir. this movie is a solid two dragons. It has a couple of moments that don't redeem the movie, but aren't the worst thing. This ever. movie wanted me to take heroin again. <laughs> Wow. Two dragons. I, I'm going to give this a two dragons simply because of obviously high Richard O'Brien. Matthew, do you have anything for us to game? No, I, I can't think of a single game to do this. I mean, I honestly, this game doesn't really lend itself well to the tabletop, you know? Yeah. I disagree. Yeah. I mean, we there's, some, there's some independent, far out games there from the 80s that might be able to pull a movie like Dungeons and Dragons off. I'm thinking like. Uh, 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 tunnels and Trolls might be able to do it. Maybe. That would probably be a good one. It has yeah. a really good saving throw system that's very universal. I really like it. Yeah. Single die, basic saving throw system. I love it. it, it it's a single die system. Uh, classic. Classic of the genre. West End Games had a good like fantasy D6. You know, I never played any of West End Games good fantasy stuff. stuff. Yeah, it was just, it's really good. Yeah. Pathfinder I mean, might be able to pull it off. Pathfinder. I think yeah. Pathfinder yeah. would do really well for a movie You know, like that's this. an original... A, a really original game. Yeah. I they came out of nowhere. It, it's yeah, not no, it was just, it was just suddenly, suddenly just bam. Boom, right, it was an idea whose yeah. time had come. Yeah, it was seriously was, and there was even a spinoff of Pathfinder called Thirteenth Age, which I understand added like a, a like a tactical component that never existed before. <laughs> this is and cool. that tactical component allowed people to place like movement-based actions mm-hmm. with an escalation die. It was really, really inventive. So, I know I'm f- substantially older than most of y'all, but back in the dark ages of gaming, there was a game that perfectly, perfectly summed up this movie. It was called... Star Wars, right? No, no. Oh, okay. Bunnies and Burrows. Oh, yes! Yeah! Oh my god, seriously, this was basically just a group of barnyard animals going into a hole. I mean, think about it. Jeremy Irons is the farmer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. A- and the party is a collection of bunnies. Okay, but what about Billy Zane? Billy Zane. Dime store Billy Zane. No, no, not Billy Zane is the oppressed farmhand, which was one of these NPCs from the original Bunnies and Burrows setting. Trust me, bunnies and burrows. They go into these deep underground burrows, etc., etc. Murps. Middle Murps. Earth role-playing. Oh, Seriously, yeah. this yeah. game was basically a wannabe Middle Earth. Yeah. I mean, they even had dwarves. I didn't see any hobbits, though, and I understand the hobbits. Oh, there were, no, there, there, were there were halflings in, in the in the Star Wars Cantina bar scene. Yeah. There yeah. were halflings. I missed the hobbits. There yeah. were. There we missed were... the hobbits. Yeah. We, co- we don't... I don't know what this halfling you're talking about is. We call them hobbits, my friend. Hobbit. There were there were little people. Yes. In the bar. Yes. Uh, as someone who knows nothing about gaming, uh, maybe Apocalypse World. You know, I think Apocalypse World could do it better. Yeah. It probably could. It probably has the best. Like, Apocalypse World is probably the single crunchiest game that we could do to play out every single action that they did. However. Before we dive into games, Dusty, tell us about the characters so we can give them proper alignment breakdowns. Yes, we have not Will Wheaton, Justin Whalen as Ridley Freeborn. You might know him as he played Jimmy Olsen in the New Adventures of Lois and Clark, Superman. You know, I was a big fan of the New Adventures. Yep, he was Jimmy Olsen. He's being sarcastic. Don't agree with him. Um, (laughs) He was also scrupulous. He was also in Serial Mom and Child's Play Three. It's really hard to say. I would say either the the scrupulous alignment of Palladium, the best game ever, or no, 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 no. I'm going to go with unprincipled. unprincipled. I'm going to go with unprincipled. He seemed to be a, a poor man's Han Solo. 
Right. He was you know, a poor man's Han Solo. A homeless man's Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, have, then we have Marlon Wayans playing Snails. He was the craziest motherfucker ever. However, what else was he in? If, if, you don't, if you don't remember any movies that he was in, he was in G.I. Joe, The Rise of Cobra. Requiem for a Dream. Wait, wait. Whoa. Who, who was he in G.I. Joe? He was Cobra? Duke's like best friend who what? piloted the jet with all the green junk that got sprayed on it. That was, what? Yeah, it was in the first movie. Yeah, I think he died. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I think Apparently, Destro killed him. Oh, was my God. In, was he in In Living Color? Uh, no, he was not in In okay. Living Color. Not that I'm aware of. He was also in White Chicks, the movie that he and one of the other <sighs> Wayan brothers did. Oh. Uh, and Requiem for a Dream and I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker. Sucker. Yeah. Clearly the, the less talented of the weigh-ins. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm already two sheets to the wind. That filmography just sent me going for four. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make Rodney Dangerfield look like a anarchist. trained actor. Yeah, I, would, anarchist. I, I would say anarchist yeah. also. Requiem for a Dream is good. You know, that movie, I can never watch it again because it, it squicks me on multiple levels. Then but we have... Anarchist, definitely. Anybody else? No. Anarchist? Anarchist. Yeah. Then we I have Jeremy no Irons as on. the evil mage Profion. Die a fucking ball. I would agree with that as Aberrant. well. And if you don't know what Jeremy Irons no has honor. been in, he's he is Alfred in all of the new Justice League movies. He was in Red Sparrow, Beautiful Creatures, and he was Aramis in The Man in the Iron Mask. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was also Scar in The Lion King. Yeah, he's been in a lot of movies, but uh, oh yeah. I have been asked to tone down the length of movies that some actors have been in. <laughs> the only one I know him from is Scar <laughs> from The Lion King. I said yeah, Aberrant. That was a mistake on my part. <laughs> Jeremy Irons in this movie was miscreant. Why? Uh he would not necessarily keep his word to anyone. He never kept his word to anyone at all. He lied and cheated everybody. Yep, that's diabolic. He would most definitely attack an unarmed foe. Yep. He would uh, use or harm an innocent. He would use torture to extract information. He Tentacle may kill torture. for sheer pleasure. He feels no compulsion to help without some sort of tangible reward. He works with others if it is within his within his if it will help him attain a goal. Wow, I am hammered. Uh, kill an unarmed <laughs> foe as readily as he would a potential threat or competitor. He has no defense to the law to laws or he has no deference to laws or authority. He will betray a friend if it serves his needs. He is not truly diabolic. I mean, the bottom line is he works within this bureaucratic structure. But he has an end game. He's an inherently selfish person. You know what? I will give that to you. He Thank doesn't you. do anything for the sake of being evil, which is basically what Diabolic does. He instead is just a generally bad asshole who's willing to break the rules. However, unlike people like unlike his. OK, I'm just going to say it right here. Profion and Dimester Billy Zane were Palpatine and Vader. They were yeah, straight definitely. up Palpatine and Vader. In every well, way. there was a lightsaber battle complete in this movie. So. With pal complete with Dime Store Billy Zane walking up and saying, what is your wish, my lord? Exactly. Like, it was straight up, what is your bidding, my master? So I will give him miscreant. I would say Profion was diabolic. He didn't keep his word to anybody. He did lie and cheat for everything. Uh, he did hurt and kill innocents. I mean, think about the dragon fight there at the end. He did seemingly kill for sheer pleasure. God damn it, you guys have me in a twist. <laughs> it's aberrant. He did. He despised. Who did honor. he kill for sheer no, pleasure? Aberrant and aberrant means honor. You mean miscreant? Um, miscreant. At, when he told uh, his little lackey to go and kill the the princess, said make sure that she doesn't. Or no, the uh, the the other magician. He got a he got a smile after that when he said, you know, go kill this person. So yeah, the, that I was don't. I mean, I don't, I don't see that shit. makes him a bad person. I mean, some people deserve <laughs> to die. You gotta thin the herd. She was giving the mages hard earned money to the. <laughs> and then we move on to Thora Birch, the Empress. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> who was also noted for American Beauty, Patriot Games, and Hocus Pocus. And that forehead. She was principled. Yeah. Absolutely, mm -hmm. principal. Can we? Absolutely. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say this because you always do. Her alignment was teenager, <laughs> because she had this idiotic, well, okay, nine version of how things work. So, would she be an NPC? 
she would be an NPC, but NPCs, and I say this with a mouthful of pizza, can have alignment. And I understand that. Okay, and then we have Bruce Payne as Damodar. <gasps> Blue Lips. Billy Zane. Zane. Blue Lips, yes. Dime the, Store the, Billy Zane. Dime Store Billy Zane. I still really regret the fact that I was not able to get Blue Lipstick for this recording. We, we were all going to take he, a picture wearing blue I, lipstick. I have a new idea for a Halloween costume. You would you rock go. that. Yes, oh, you would. So he is, I would rather be Minsk. He is noted for Highlander Endgame, uh, Passenger 57 we're, with we're Wesley Snipes, and Solar Babies. Solar Babies? Really? Yes. What, yes. What, what role did he have in Solar Babies? I don't know, nor do I baby. care. He oh. Again, I was picking movies that some people may have seen. I have watched Solar Babies so many goddamn times. I'm going with Miscreant. I'm going with Miscreant. Yeah. Uh, He never kept his word. mm, I would say aberrant, but mm. he never kept his word. He like straight up stepped up and said, I would go with Miscreant also. Yeah. 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 No, you're right. You're right. Otherwise, but 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 but, 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 but he does he does give the laws and authority. He he gives to um, Profion's laws and authority. So he that one can be evil. except Profion. Profion was undercutting the laws and authority of the realm. Okay. Oh. It's simply, so they're they both miscreant. The mage senate, just like Star Wars. In my brain, they're both miscreant. However, Profion although, is simply more although in, in in that case, remember which movie came out first. Yeah. Then we have Zoe McLellan, That's who played. Depressing. Marina Pretenza, the magician. Fucking principled. She was in a lot of TV roles, most noted uh, Slider, Silk Stockings, Star Trek Voyager, and NCIS. And I'm thinking of all the characters in this movie, except for maybe Jeremy Irons. She's probably the most successful. Yes. Yeah, she has a lot of recurring TV shows. She still has a career. Yes. (laughs) Here's an important question for you. Which Have you any more characters to go through? Uh, yes, we have a couple the player dwarf, characters. I think. Okay, yeah, go, the, go the through elf. those, but as soon as we get that, I got a note. And then we have Kristen Wilson as Norda, who played the uh, the tracker elf. Um, I had like three lines. I didn't get a read. Okay. Uh, uh, NPC? She, she was very principled. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Yeah. The mage. Principled, right? Yeah, principled? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I think we ought to read that, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, Kristen Wilson played in Mega Python versus Gatoroid. Confessions of a Dangerous Mind and all three Doctor Doolittles. That's really oh. the extent of of her. Oh no, we'll get to her later. <laughs> um, what do you think? Her the Ranger, the yes. Elf. Yes, I think her alignment was boob plate. I'm. That's I, all I, I can, can think of. I can about go her. principled again. She yeah, had, principled. I, I really couldn't. I, I don't know. Lee Arenberg as Elwood, the pi- uh, not the pirate, El- the Elwood the dwarf, who was in the Pirate of the Caribbean's movies, Warriors of Virtue, and Waterworld, as we he noted was, earlier. He was almost an NPC. He was unprincipled. He, he was just a waste. He was character. an anarchist. Mm. He uh, wanted money. Selfish. He, right. The paid. Who was he the in Waterworld? Y- you oh, and I are in agreement. Yeah. yeah. Who was he in Waterworld? He was just one of the lackeys of the of the ship captain. Oh, okay. Yeah. But in Pirates of the Caribbean, he was one of the two sort of slapstick. Yeah, pirates. he wasn't yeah. the one that he lost was, his eye. He, he was, was the, the bald, bald one. guy. Yes. Yeah, right. the hello pop Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, yep. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And then we have Richard O'Brien as Zylus, who was he was an NPC. We're entering NPC yeah. territory. And then Tom Baker, yeah. as we yeah. talked about. Oh, yeah. Richard O'Brien, I met him. I think we should really do this movie with I Hackmaster. Shook his hand. Hackmaster would be a wonderful Hackmaster well, we to the fantasy genre. If we were not going to do bunnies and burrows, the other option that I would really lobby for is Toon. I don't know that one. Why Toon specifically? I can well, think of other games that I do mean, what Toon does better, but I want to hear what you got to say. Because if you look at the mechanics and look how characters suddenly manifest abilities that are not what you'd think given their archetype, Toon allows you to pull the stuff out of out of nowhere and just go with the weirdo gonzo crap that some of these people, especially the Wayans brother, pulls. If this were simply a Wayans brother driven game, then I would say tune. But he dies so quickly in the movie. No, he By doesn't. The way, he survives spoilers, to the halfway the mark. The black guy yeah. dies. The yeah. black guy dies. 
I don't know. I can think of better games to do that kind of thing. Cartoon Action Hour would be a fun one, you know? Or uh, Primetime Adventures. I could see that. This could even be a fiasco game. It would be the a fabulous fiasco fina- The whole fiasco setup game. is, oh, let's go steal stuff for the Mage's Tower, and then everything goes horribly wrong. What's the- Classic fiasco. Classic. What's that game where it takes place in a trash heap? I don't know what you're talking about, but it probably involves sad things with index cards. Oh, was it? What do, I thought it was you know, from the loop. Poppy, oh. shame on you. You're not allowed to give me traumatic flashback twice in about one recording. Human occupied landfill. Human occupied landfill, because this movie is such a piece of trash that it can only take place. I'll give it that. This in movie a landfill. Is a piece of garbage. So, do we have a, a any other contenders for what we should play this house? No, I have the winner. What is it? You ready? All I mean, I already games. said Hackmaster, Any so I don't think you do. Anybody? Nope. I got the winner. And this game, if I were to play Dungeons & Dragons the movie, if I were to play it as Matthew has so illustriously described his campaign for us, then I would play that campaign that he has described as... The Palladium Fantasy Role Play. Oh, game. you're I so agree. absolutely right. Yeah, that's it a good is. one. Yeah, it no, is because it's great. It might as well. Palladium. Why didn't they write it? Why didn't they call it Palladium Fantasy? It might as well have been in the title. Come on, like the main yeah, character. The main character. It's clearly a mercenary fighter. Oh they yeah. Say he's a thief, but no, he fights too well. He's a mercenary fighter. Two weapons, no less. The mm-hmm. the Lance brother, Snails. He's a thief. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. a thief. He, he doesn't live that long. We've got a ranger. No, we don't actually have a ranger. We have an we have assassin. a longbowman. We have an oh, assassin. You, you think it's assassin rather Boot than longbowman? Plate? She's totally no, an no, 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 no. I, I hear what you're saying, but longbowman can use plate, and more to the point, they get more of the wilderness skills than the assassin class does. I'm not going to lie. I know what Palladian means, and I don't want to I don't want to denounce it. You don't want to denounce it? No. See, we even have a buy-in from our friend at the winery here. Now, I think it's, I think she could be a better assassin personally. She fights with two weapons. She does that whole like turn around and stab stab stab. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Honestly, this movie I, was a shit show. I think we got a winner here. <laughs> I could totally come I, up with classes for all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Occupational character classes. Yeah, we could do this. Yeah, we can do this. Oh, should we do this? No. 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 Like this is Palladium. Personally, if I were to run this, I would even do it. So if old I was school, yeah. I would go with first edition. Oh yeah, Palladium. Fantasy. No, no. There's no Palladium other way. Sounds cool. Admit it. You gotta admit it. Even the word is cool. Are you, gonna, are you gonna go with the edition Palladium. where the, the the silver dragon is? Oh, coming you up out of can, and, oh. and the and the guy, the, the we're the, talking the about the black cover with the red drawing on. Okay. Oh, now you're All just right. being mean. <laughs> <laughs> I think go home and go fuck to sleep. <laughs> this has been a long day of podcasting. Is the yes. game I want to play, ladies and gentlemen? The movie was Dungeons and Dragons, and we picked the most. The closest game we could think of to the movie because Dungeons and Dragons. Because there's really Palladium we decided fantasy. that it was the there's, Palladium there's, Fantasy guys, role playing. Is it unanimous? Game. Are we unanimous? It is unanimous. Yeah, it's unanimous. It is unanimous. There's really nothing out there that could I mean, do this. It sounds convincing it, it, it to sounds me. Super cool. Sounds super yeah. cool. However, it, hold on. I'm uh, going to give a runner-up. Runner-up, and that's only if I'm sober. And that's fate. <laughs> I oh could do God. this in fate. And if you want to hear how, listen to a bonus episode. I'm not going to talk about it. We're running out of time here. We ran out of time hours ago. <laughs> We're done. Oh, by the way, if you want this to stop, Wizards, you can send us lots of swag. <laughs> we might stop. We'll, we'll consider we've, stopping. We've, I think, Hold I think, on. I, no, no. I don't know what you're talking about. I think TSR. we've burned, we've burned through the pizza. We've burned through the alcohol. Hey, I think we're tactical done. Tactical studies rules. TSR, if you're listening, we take bribes. Send them Let to Spencer at breakfastpuppies.com. Please. <laughs> <laughs> and, thank you. And as a final closing note, thank you for Wagon Con, to Wagon Con for oh, being yes. a yes. fabulous Wagon set Con, of hosts. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for letting us oh, take we over love your Wagon green Con. room for five hours. <laughs> so amazing. They yeah. hooked us up. You yeah, are I mean, wonderful. We've been here for like four hours. 
just promoting Palladium Games. We're, that's what we're here for. Thank you, Aaron, and the rest of the crew. If all of the, all of you who listen to us come on down to WagonCon 2019 in the Dalles, and maybe you'll get to be part of a grand surprise. I'd like to uh, thank Jessica for filming all of this. Yeah, thank you, Jessica. Some of this might actually get out there. So, thank you, Jessica. All right. Well, so it was uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Palladium Fantasy. I was Matthew. And I'm Dusty. And I'm Nathaniel. And we again have with us our special guest, Just Jacob, Spencer, Poppy Beaujolais, and Jessica on video. And we'll see you all next week. We're never doing this again. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to another episode of our show. We're still pretty new to the scene, and we'd love to get your feedback. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review on iTunes with your thoughts. Good or bad, they really help us get the word out. If you want to say hello, drop us a line on all of the usual social media sites. You can find the links right there in the show notes. You can also leave us a comment on our website at havemovieswillgame.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Have Movies Will Game is a Breakfast Puppies podcast production, and our episodes are distributed under CCBYND 4.0 license. Our opening theme is Rock and Gravel by Sid Valentine's Patent Leather Kids, with introductory narration provided by Isaac Scher. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Uh, characterization was somewhat better. There was some backstory as opposed to this, oh, hi, I'm fucking Lone Star and I have a secret backstory that nobody knows about that I kind of hint at because my dad was a magician and I put my fingers on the right, uh, right combination spot and on the map and then all of a sudden I disappear and I have a conversation with the hot magician that nobody else knows about and I pop back into place from when my buddy just says, oh, hey, maybe I just say his name like fucking Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice and I pop back out into play. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Fuck this movie.